This is Vonlicia with Dime Diva Branding, and you're listening to Cut to the Chase. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Cut to the Chase, episode 66, The Lover, e-commerce. Electronic commerce or e-commerce, sometimes as written as e-commerce, is a business model that lets firms and individuals buy and sell things over the internet. E-commerce operates in all four major market segments, from business to business to business to customer. People who are successful, especially in e-commerce, need a certain kind of drive. But for people who have been selling online for years and are jaded or are for people who are just out to sell, the key word or claim or reclaiming your mojo. And for those of us who don't know what mojo is, according to the Urban Dictionary, it means personal confidence and charisma. Mojo is also the magic or charm that allows for us to succeed in e-commerce and being able to take orders to include with confidence and charisma and give your product the magical allure and charm that you need to motivate the sell. A business person without motivation is like a king without a nation. It's like a flower without a bouquet. It's like a computer without internet. So one of the quotes that I'd like to bring forth, which comes from someone that, as I state this quote, and state his name, people will go, oh my God, that was, uh, that's, that's, that's pretty touching. And the quote goes something like this. Someone sits in the shade because someone planted a tree a long time ago. And that was from Mr. Warren Buffett. So today, our featured guest has worked on various creative projects and events with such celebrities as Candy Burgess, Kiki Watts, Lisa Wu, Mi Ling, and many, many, many others. After losing everything in 2014, she needed to figure out the best way to rebuild her business, her salon. Her boutique was no longer a storefront, which she could not afford to reopen another storefront after losing everything. She jumped into the e-commerce business and industry, and since then, she has been successfully selling e-commerce on multiple platforms and building a six-figure business in doing so. This lovely young lady is the founder of Dime Diva Branding by e-commerce business, which is a strategy that was formalized in 2012, where her and her team help entrepreneurs set up storefronts to operate online. Now, a lot of people go, well, Greg, you know, you didn't really tell us the magic. How did you guys actually meet? You know, what was the real um, interest behind having a subject about e-commerce? Well, as people know, I scowl the, the internet and IG, and my team does that a lot, looking for very unique stories. And so I'm going to share this story before I introduce our featured guests. The story starts out like this. My partner and I, through TrueSpot, we were looking for a PR company. We reached out to a PR company, which is from our hometown there in Mississippi. Um, you know, we were scouring her her website and and basically decided to reach out to her. 
We reached out to her, of course. Things, um, you know, um, um, advanced, you know, through the conversation. But unfortunately, we decided at the point that we we're not going to proceed forward with this particular PR company. However, as I went back and I looked at the PR company's website again, down in the fine print, it basically said, website developed by Dime Diva Branding. And I said to myself, Dime Diva Branding. I was like, what a coincidence. What, what, a, what a remarkable name. So I started doing my research and I started basically scouring the internet, trying to figure out what is Dime Diva Branding? Who, who owns that? Who came up? Who coined this phrase? And so I reached out to Dime Diva Branding and basically here's where we are today. And so without further ado, Miss Von Leisha Davison, I would like to open up the floor for any opening remarks. <laughs> Hi, thank you for having me. That was a remarkable introduction. Um, yes, I am Von Leisha Davidson, and I am the founder of Dime Diva Branding. And um, you make me sound so wonderful, so thank you. Um, but I am a lover of e-commerce. I have created um, this business and this um, platform that I have where I am able to take care of my family and my staff off of the e-commerce businesses that we have developed. And so um, I love, I absolutely am obsessed with teaching others how they too can create um, financial security and have freedom Mm -hmm in building their own e-commerce businesses. And so I am elated to be here um, because, you know, anytime I get to speak about what the e-commerce industry has um, done for me, I am, I'm always excited. So thank you so much. We're, we're certainly delighted to have you on board. And I think uh, as we get ready to cut to the chase, there's just so many great things that uh, we'd like to be able to talk with, with you and, and share with our listeners. And so, Von Licia, you know, back in 2014, as you were faced with the fact of working in your salon and your your boutique Mm -hmm. and and all of your other businesses, you know, at that point in time, you know, I I know from from being an entrepreneur myself, we go through what we call a major setback. Mm -hmm. and 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 it consists of a lot of financial loss, sometimes family loss, and you name it. You know, it's it's a it's a full onset of starting from the bottom and trying to rebuild what mm-hmm. you had before. Yes. So if you don't mind sharing with our listeners, what was that like for you and what were some of the some of the challenges that you had to go through at that moment in time with regards to you know, resetting yourself, not only personally, but emotionally to be able to have the strength to pick yourself back up and continue in the e-commerce market. Well, it was, it, it, it was a very challenging time. Um, in mm-hmm. 2014, I had, um, I was based at the time living, um, you know, more than 80% of my time I spent in Atlanta. I worked in radio at the time. I owned a company at the time, which was Dime Diva Beauty. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And we had a salon in Houston. I had a you know home in Houston as well because that's my hometown. Um, we had a physical salon in Houston, Texas, and we were running our business. I was working in you know media as well because you know I would be doing interviews with celebrities, events, and things. And so my life I thought was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I was making really good money, and I still also had my e-commerce platform. I had my online store for my hair products. Um, but most of it was, you know, or it wasn't so focused on e-com at the time. And then I lost everything. Um, my husband and I, and, and my daughter, we only had one baby girl at the time. Um, we lost everything, our home and and our condo in Atlanta, um, my salon. It's like a, it was a trickle in effect. My, my sister passed away. It was just like so much trauma going on all at one time. And so the money was gone. And because the money was gone, um, we could not open up another physical location. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, it takes so much money to run a physical location. Not only do Mm -hmm. you have inventory and staff, you have the overhead of the physical location. So that just wasn't an option. Mm -hmm. And making the money that I made, I I couldn't think about, you know, before I got into entrepreneurship, I was a teacher. I Mm -hmm. was a preschool teacher. And if you know anything about the salary of a preschool teacher, they don't Mm -hmm. make too much. Mm -hmm. So um, I went back to teaching part-time while trying to rebuild my business, but I knew that it was not, I I had gotten that entrepreneurial bug. I could Mm -hmm. not, you know, not do it anymore. And so for me, that is when I dove into entrepreneurship as an e-com entrepreneur mm-hmm. um, because it didn't take all of the overhead. It didn't take all of the, you know, I didn't need a staff. I didn't have to be in multiple places. I could build this business, rebuild this business um, on a budget. And mm-hmm. that is where Dime Diva you know, has always, you know, we've always wanted to provide quality services and products for um, our female customers who are on a budget. Mm -hmm. For me, that is where we started. It's dove into, I couldn't worry about, you know, all that I had lost. You know, I spent a little time, don't get me wrong, depressed and, and, and sad, but I could not worry about that. I had to build my business again. And so e-commerce was that for me. I didn't have to get up and be beautiful every morning. I mm-hmm. didn't have to go into a physical location. I just had to show up and put in the work. And, you know, within that time we have built, rebuilt um, this business. And what happened was for the beauty, it's like, well, you owned a salon. And so what did you do? How did you start becoming Dime Diva Branding where you were now building, you know, beauty websites for other entrepreneurs? Is I always had people who would always ask me, how did I do it? Or how do you do this? Or mm-hmm. how do I get into the business? And so for me, I said, okay, when I come back this time, I don't have the money to get into a physical location. I really don't have the money to spend thousands of dollars on, you know, extensions to sell. I can show other women how to build their businesses. 
And mm-hmm. that is what I did. And so I would sell my physical products on, you know, smaller platforms like Etsy, like Poshmark, like eBay, like Amazon, and make that money. And then I built my own e-commerce Shopify store, um, showing women, hey, if you want to have a online store, um, you don't have a lot of money, you can't pay $1,200 for a website, but you're just getting started, we can help you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what we did. And so we would have, you know, kind of like pre-made beauty websites that women could come to. They could purchase. They didn't have to do a lot. They purchased their website. They could sell their beauty products on it and they could make money. And that is what took us over the top. And that is what has truly, you know, kind of just made us this great business you know, model that we have. Wow. What? What a compelling story. Um, certainly, you know, first and foremost, we commend you for for being able to pick yourself back up, dust yourself off, and stay focused on your vision, your goals, and your admiration to aspire to be where you are today. Um, Thank you. Cer- certainly, um, um, I've been there, and uh, I know a lot of other, other entrepreneurs that have been there, and certainly... Uh, it's a hard thing to digest, uh, or as they say, a hard pill to swallow. And uh, for those of us that continue to thrive and continue to put ourselves out there to be the best that we can, uh, we have to give proper you know, due diligence to, to that. And so we thank you for sharing that with us. So let's kind of dive in a little bit into, into Dime Diva, because mm-hmm. you know, one of the things that I recognized was the fact, you know, in, in your discussion there, you said you, you kind of help you know, women in the beauty sector, mm-hmm. but how I found you was through kind of a PR sector. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I was looking for a PR representation. So would it be safe to say at this point in time that, that Dime Diva has, has really extended yes. its uh, service renderings, you know, outside yes. of the beauty market? Yeah. So that's how we started because that's what I knew. And I believe in, um, you know, doing what you know. And so I, I knew that I would be able to teach other women how to start their online beauty stores and things of that sort. And so you are absolutely right. As the company grew and we brought on, you know, again, I, I was able to build a team. You know, now we are a company where we help people get into the e-commerce sector period. Um, so we have, you know, all kinds of entrepreneurs who have online boutiques, who sell digital products, and who, just like you said, who need websites for their service products. Mm-hmm. So now um, that is where we are. We have become the place where if you are trying to start an e-commerce business on a budget, you come to Dime Diva Branding. And um, we have just truly grown. And so you're absolutely right. Okay. Okay. So let's just say hypothetically that, you know, you're a small business owner, you're looking to, you know, this this past year has forced a lot of people to rethink what they do and their outreach is no longer in person. Mm-hmm. You've got to figure out how to, you know, be engaged social media. You have to figure out how to have e-commerce platforms and and, and continue to sell your products. So if you are a small business, and let's just say hypothetically you are you're struggling to figure out how to break into the e-commerce space, particularly if you're just trying to sell maybe one product or maybe a hundred products or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. 
how do you get someone started? I mean, how do they actually get engaged with, you know, a company such as yours to start to understand, you know, the successes, you know, and, and minimize their losses and failures, obviously? I, that's a really good question. I, I tell a lot of my clients, um, because you are absolutely right, we have begun to get a lot of entrepreneurs who are seeing that, um, you know, whether they're just over trading time for dollars or they're noticing that they have to pivot because of the current state that are, you know, that we're in. Um, they have become more interested in e-commerce. And what I typically tell all of my clients is that if you can sell it in person, nine times out of 10, you can sell it online. And so you have to find a way to, um, first of all, I sit down with them and I think about, okay, what problem do you solve? Like, what's your why? Why Mm -hmm. do people need the product that you have? And then, you know, it's one thing to be able to provide that product to someone locally, but with e-com, you can provide that product to people all over the world. Mm -hmm. So how do we connect with those people? And so we we typically come up with a brand planning um, strategy. Strategy. I like to call it, a, we do a brand planning call and then we create a plan of action for them to show them how they can, um, whether it's digital products or physical products, sell online. And the biggest thing is a lot of people will ask me, well, how do I get started? You just have to start. Mm-hmm. Um, the platforms that I typically suggest to someone, like you said, who's like, okay, I need to get started. I don't have a lot of money. I'm trying to, you know, start my e-commerce business is, you know, great platforms like Shopify, like Wix, because it provides for you. You don't have to, you know, know a lot about the industry. And it's, you know, those are platforms where you can learn as you go. Um, Mm -hmm. And so we typically will show our clients how to build stores on those platforms and use the resources and tools that will help them to connect with their target customer to, you know, retarget customers, teaching them about all those kinds of things. Because physically, when someone comes into a store and you meet them and, you know, you are trying to sell a pair of shoes to them, it's all about the pitch and then closing and then, you know, closing the deal and and getting information to keep up with that that consumer. Well, you know, it's the same thing in e-com. And that's what I teach my clients is that we have to figure out how to get your website in front of the consumer, how to get the consumer on your store, and then how to, you know, retarget and continue to market to those consumers until they convert. So the first step in getting started is literally to figure out where, how do you want to sell? Do you want to sell on a, your own e-commerce platform where you, you know, have your own store? Mm -hmm. Do you want to sell, start off with third party selling, for example, like those places I mentioned, like an eBay or an Mm -hmm. Amazon, because that's even um, cheaper sometimes than starting your own store. So it really depends on where you are and what your budget is, but there's always options. So the first thing is deciding how do I want to sell what I have online? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, Obviously, as you very well know uh, from from my backstory, you know, being a business owner, owning three businesses, obviously the 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 podcast itself has its own brand and its own um, set of what I would consider to be memorabilia or, or various things that that we're looking to kind of target to our listeners. And so, you know, some of the things that we've looked at, you know, with regards to what I would consider 
e-commerce platforms, or, you know, like Bonafi, you know, where basically you have, you literally have no overhead. You kind of go in and you set up your projected queue of sales and, uh, you know, then there's a direct ship, you know, from the time that an individual orders. And I think there's maybe 35 or 40% of the sale or 40, 46% of the sale that you actually pocket. Right. Um, but, but certainly, you know, in the, in the aspect of what you've talked about between like Shopify and some of these other places, you know, what would be the kind of on an average, you know, uh, kind of an empirical cost that a small business would have to consider because, you know, you have to think about the fact that like many small businesses, we've all somewhat struggled, you know, particularly if you're a service-based provider type business, we've all struggled. And now we're trying to get into the e-commerce business. Mm -hmm. We may not, we may not have tens or thousands of dollars. So, I mean, within a ballpark and a reasonable ballpark, you know, in order to get someone visible out there in the e-commerce market, you know, how much type of capital investment would, would that would that really, you know, consist of? What I tell my clients, and when we say we're dealing with people who are starting on a budget, we mean a shoestring budget. Okay. So um, what I typically tell my clients is that you are doing absolutely great um, if you're on a budget and you have $1,500 to invest. Mm-hmm. You're doing great. You can start your store, which means you... You get your website. Um, this is you. Ha- you can you know invest if you have physical products. Mm-hmm. Getting you you know inventory, um, but then most importantly, what a lot of people neglect to um, remember is you have a little bit of money to work with your branding and marketing. Mm-hmm. It's vital. Um, so fifteen hundred dollars when a client comes to me and they say, "Hey, I need you to just help me get started." Um, what can you do for me? That is that is typically our sweet spot. And I feel really confident in helping a client get started with that. And you say, well, I don't have that. You, you still can get started. Sure. Um, so, for example, say, you know, I don't have a lot of money. I have $500 that I can invest. What can I do? Um, well, if you're working with a company like me, you can have a pre-made website where, say, for example, I just dealt with a customer this morning who is doing just what you said. She has to pivot. She has, you know, been in the service industry. You have this thing where you can't meet people in person. You know, it's just all this crazy stuff. So she needs to find a way to offer her credit repair services online mm-hmm. and to create digital products. And so what we have it. She can come to our website. She can purchase a pre-made credit repair uh, storefront, you know, e-commerce store. Mm-hmm. And then we can assist her and show her how she can create an ebook, how she can create a course that then makes money, you know, over and over and over again. Um, and then also how she can set up, you know, where she can do virtual consultations with her clients and things through her e-commerce platform. So she doesn't have to have $1,500 for that. She just needs to have a little money to be able to come and buy a, and if you've, if you visited our website, we literally are, we call ourselves the home of the $99 pre-made website because Mm -hmm. you can come to our online store. You can say, okay, I am in the beauty industry. I have a boutique. I do credit repair. You can find any kind of pre-made website you need 
start your store and you never even have to deal with us if you don't want to. If you're an entrepreneur who says, hey, look, I know what I'm doing and I kind of just need to set up this e-commerce platform, you can do that with definitely, you can come with a couple hundred bucks and you can get mm-hmm. started. Sure, sure. Well, certainly, you know, as, as a part of uh, my collective thinking and reaching out to you is is also being able to, you know, create prosperity where, you know, relationships build on the premises of a win-win. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, our podcast is, you know, since the inception of our podcast to present date, you know, we're about 10 and a half months old. We've had a lot of successes and, you know, we're really on the verge right now of taking a lot of our, you know, what we would call alleged products now and starting to kind of, you know, digest the thought of, you know, how do we, how do we take this to the next level from an e-commerce perspective, you know, such as, you know, high-end t-shirt brand and other memorabilia and other various things that, that we've already kind of created in the background, but we need, you know, a a real solid launching platform Mm -hmm. that's really going to carry us forward. And in the back of my mind, I'm also thinking too, well, I don't want to deal with all that back-end process. Somebody puts in an order, a credit card, and this, that, and the other. You know, I want them to go in. I want to create the front end. And like you said, I want to create the the ambiance of you walking into the store. But in the same aspect, once you make that purchase, that purchase to me is money in the bank. But the back end of that purchase, someone's handling the printing. Someone's handling the packaging. Someone's handling the drop ship. And so those are the type of things that, you know, we're thirsting, you know, for knowledge on and we're trying to educate ourselves and trying to ensure that, you know, we bring those type of people into our fold that can kind of ensure that we're being guided in the right direction. Because, you know, like you stated earlier, you know, in 2014, you went through a reset. In 2012, I went through a reset. Mm -hmm. Very similar occurrence, you know, father passed away financial things happen, lost this, lost that, you know, so forth and so on. And so everything now is being put forth with, you know, caution and, and, and critical thinking and, and all of those things that, you know, you keep in the back of your mind that you don't want to repeat ever again when you're an entrepreneur, Mm -hmm. because it's just too hard. And the older you get, you know, the more energy it takes and it's even harder you know, as, as, as I say, I get up in years, you know, it's even harder to, uh, to kind of, you know, get back on that horse and, and, and ride again. But certainly this has been, you know, very insightful, you know, a couple of things that, that, uh, you know, we as listeners have gathered from this dialogue is the fact that, you know, you've got, as I call it, an opportunity for anyone, not only from an educational perspective, but from a standpoint of, as I would say, kind of somewhat disengaging because, you know, you, you're, you're giving them the ideas and the tools. You're also selling the tools, even though they may not want the education, but you're also selling the tools as a launching pad for them to, uh, to be able to start their, their business. And that is uh, quite commendable how you were able to, to pivot and, and realize that there's other opportunities out there knocking on your door and, and being able to be as successful uh, as you are. Now, I do have a couple kind of fun fact questions that I would love to ask because any any time I run across people that, that, you know, have worked with celebrities and, you know, they're on my podcast and, you know, they have inroads to celebrities and things like that. 
you know, I always found it intriguing, you know, to kind of be in this, you know, be in the essence, be in the same environment as, as those uh, type of uh, individuals that have, that have really, you know, made themselves, you know, a, a solid brand and extremely successful, you know, whether it's in the public eye or, or music business or, or whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. you know, what were some of the takeaways that, that, you are able to glean from some of the successful people that you've worked with? I think the biggest thing is that um, for me in dealing closely with those people, seeing, you know, that most of them, most of them that I, that I was able to work with, like um, a mean Lee, um, like Candy Burris, mm-hmm. those people are always looking for and seeking new ways to be better, to expand, to, Mm -hmm. you know, they're, they're keeping up with the trends. And so that's something that kind of in dealing with them rubbed off on me that, you know, you kind of see that you are always trying to, or should be trying to figure out how you can make your brand even better. I mean, it's like, they Mm -hmm. don't stop. They are constantly thinking about how to become better. It's serious. It really is true. It's kind of, you be, you're around these people who are great, great, you know, they're great at what they do. And you kind of wonder, well, what makes them so different? And a lot of times it's just the fact that they don't stop trying. They don't Mm -hmm. stop trying to figure out what can you do. And I will never forget a quote when I was working with um, Ming. And one thing she said was, you know, you never know the hustle you have until you lose everything and then you get it all back. Sure. And... That for me was huge because at the time, you know, I I didn't think about it, but I went back to that quote and I feel like that is currently where my life is. It's like I lost everything. And now, you know, it's like I never even thought I could be so happy, be so, you know, in, in everything that I'm doing. So the biggest takeaway is that you just don't stop trying to figure out if you, you make, you make, you hit your goal of 10 grand. How do I make, you know, how do I do 50? How do I do a hundred? How do I do a million? It's always trying to just be the best in the whole crowd. That is something mm-hmm. that I took away. It's like every single one of them was like the biggest, you know, their, the biggest competitor was themselves. They wanted to be better than they were before. So right. Great lesson. Well, thank you. Thank you for certainly sharing that with us. And, uh, before I leave, uh, us, um, with regards to, to handing this back over to you for some final remarks. You know, one of the things that I see in e-commerce comes from someone that has done e-commerce in the most spectacular way. Uh, obviously he's a multi, multi, uh, billionaire, you know, he's, he's known for what he's done with, uh, with Amazon. And the quote that I pulled from what he kind of indicated, you know, through his, e-commerce endeavors is basically it states, we see our customers as invited guests to a party and we are the hosts. It's our job every day to make every important aspect of the customer experience a little bit better. And I tell you, you know, he is, he's definitely, uh, doing that in, in all different types of ways with Amazon. And, and certainly, uh, that is, uh, quite astonishing. And so, uh, Von Licia, we'd like to, we'd like to kind of wrap up here and, uh, 
you know, are there any final, you know, tidbits of lessons learned or, you know, any insight or, you know, how do people get in contact with you if they're looking to to kind of start this e-commerce endeavor, you know, being a small business owner? Why don't you share with us, uh, you know, some of those things? Sure. So the one, the first thing I'd like to kind of um, leave you guys with is one of the biggest reasons why I am a lover of e-commerce is because you don't have to look a certain way. You don't have to have a certain degree. Um, If Mm -hmm. you are an entrepreneur currently trying to figure out how to pivot um, and how to take your business to the next level, or if you are a mom sitting trying to figure out how can I make some extra money, or you're listening to this and you're sitting at work trying to figure out how can I leave this job, Mm-hmm. You all can get into the e-commerce business and you can all make money doing so, whether it is with a tangible product, a digital product, or like we've mentioned, drop shipping, where you don't want to have to do a lot of the back end stuff. Mm-hmm. You want to set things up. There is space and room for you in this industry. And um, I just love helping people figure out where their space, you know, where they fit. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I, I love to hear from people. I love to answer questions and I love to work with you. You can connect with me um, on my Instagram, um, which is Dime Diva Branding, our website, which is um, dimedivabranding.com. Um, and, you know, that that is uh, across the board, um, Facebook, everything. Um, we are Dime Diva Branding. And we just love helping um, kind of like the underdog, if you will, take, you know, a couple hundred bucks and build a business, Mm -hmm. uh, build an e-commerce business that is. And so I would love to connect um, with anyone um, who is just trying to figure out how to pivot right now. Sure. Sure. Well, we certainly thank you for sharing that information. Um, This has been a very insightful and enlightening discussion, quite knowledgeable, uh, I would have to say, with regards to understanding a little bit more about e-commerce and at least at this point in time, the importance of e-commerce as we continue to have to deal with a pandemic and Mm -hmm. deal with, um, you know, other various things that are going on in the world today. We all have to eat. We all have to have a roof over our head. And if this is any consultation to anyone that's listening out there that's looking to start. And I think Von Leisha said it earlier, it just takes action. Mm-hmm. Anyone that is willing to take action and listen and seek the help that you need to get started, take the action. And by all means, you will be a lot further in life than where you are today. And so without further ado, everyone, I know everybody was going when I started this podcast they were going the lover e-commerce. They were like, Greg, what the, what the, you know, you come up with these crazy topics, but my God, you know, this goes down as a classic. I mean, this is, this was a very, very good discussion and I'm very pleased that we reached out to you and uh, by all means, you know, we're, we're blessed to have you. Thank you for having me. I truly appreciate um, the opportunity. Um, 
and I hope to connect and I wish you all the best with your with your podcast. It's really amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And to our listeners, this has been Gregory Proctor, episode 66, entitled The Lover E-Commerce. Thank you very much, everyone. Have a wonderful day. Please be safe. Bye-bye. God bless.